The following program is intended to provide general information only, and its host, Tim Decker, recommends that you always seek competent professional guidance for financial, legal, and tax advice, as everyone's specific needs are unique. WHP Talk Radio 580 now presents Financial Freedom with Tim Decker from ISI Financial Group. A full hour of sleep well at night financial guidance from an experienced financial advisor. Talking about This is your financial show, Central PA. Financial Freedom on WHP Talk Radio 580. Well, good morning, everyone. Tim Decker here with you. Financial Freedom. Thank you for making us part of your Saturday morning here on WHP, Powerhouse Talk Radio here in Harrisburg. Let me give you the phone numbers. Um, if you have anything you'd like to ask of me, um, you can reach me locally by calling 717-540-0580. That's 717-540-0580. And anywhere else, toll free, it's 800 800- 724-5801. And just a friendly reminder, we do take your calls on a first caller basis. All we need your first name, where you're calling from. And uh, we will then queue you up in the order of when we received your call. All I ask is uh, that you be patient and uh, we will begin taking uh, callers. Uh, well, you can call in now, but I will begin queuing callers up right after the very first break here in about seven, eight minutes. So, uh, again, 717-540-0580 or toll-free. It's 800-724-5801. And for those of you who may consider yourself as phone shy, uh, I have now set up a email that you can email me during the show with any questions that you have as well. So let me give you that email address, and it will pop up right here in front of me uh, after you email it. You can email me with any questions or comments at ffradio at comcast.net. That's FF as in financial freedom. So so that's ffradio at comcast.net. And... uh, I would love to hear from you via phone because I can promise you uh, we'll just have a friendly conversation, and it's painless. It really is, but I know inevitably some are gun-shy, phone-shy, and would uh, prefer to uh, email. And as long as I find your email something that I think would be appropriate and helpful to the broad audience, Rest assured, I'll be happy to comment and or answer or at least make every effort to uh, provide you, as I always attempt to do, with straightforward, unbiased advice and guidance in an effort to help you make wise financial decisions. Because as I have said on numerous occasions, my goal here is to be your trusted resource for financial truths. Well, we have a special holiday 
coming up on Thursday. It happens to be my favorite holiday of the year, that being Thanksgiving. And uh, I just want to say that I am very, very fortunate. I have a lot to be thankful for. And I would encourage you to step back over the next few days and uh, just th think about what you have been given, the blessings that you have, and how relative everything is. You know, many of our worst days uh, relative to others throughout the world um, are actually not as bad as we think. And on the topic of being thankful, um, I just want to say how thankful I am to have been able to be on the air here in central Pennsylvania go going on over 25 years now. It seems like a long time. And the privilege and honor that it has been to be able to be with you and not only having had dialogue with thousands and thousands of you um, over the air, but to also have had the opportunity to meet many of you. It, it seems like it happens at least monthly that um, someone will come into our office that has been a listener of the sh show many years. And some of the feedback and some of the comments that I have heard from many of you over the years in that one way or another, whether it be small or large, or large, that I have had some sort of an impact on some of the decisions that you've made on behalf of you and your family, um, and how that has had a positive impact on your life. Being able to hear such things is something that is so very, very, very rewarding to me. And I'm just, I consider myself extremely fortunate and grateful to have this opportunity. And then I am also thankful within that context for the many, many clients that we have, not only locally, but throughout the world that have become not only clients, but ultimately become part of our ISI family. Um, when somebody develops a relationship with us and ultimately, essentially, they trust us with their life savings. They trust us to help them reach their financial goals. They trust us to help them save for their children's college education. They help us or they, or they trust us to help them maximize their income in retirement so that they can enjoy a retirement that is worry-free. To be able to help people with all of these things and then and then to be able to receive postcards from our clients while they're on vacation, seeing that they have been able to turn this world of finance and this thing called money into actual life experiences and, and love, that is something that is extremely, extremely rewarding, not only to me, but our staff. So I want to say thank you to all of you out there who are clients of ours who have blessed us by allowing us to be able to help you and to experience and to be part of the joy 
and the experiences that you have been able to share with us as you have journeyed through your life and you continue to as you go off into retirement. And indirectly, we feel like we're able to share in that. And it really is a, a, a sense of fulfillment and a true blessing that we're able to uh, experience that. So again, to all of of you who have been listeners for many, many years, as well as new listeners, I want to say thank you for all of your support over the years that has actually allowed us to be the longest-running live financial talk show here in south-central Pennsylvania going on over 25 years here on the air. Okay, let me again give you the phone numbers and the email if you have anything that you'd like to ask of me. Uh, we will uh, take any of your calls uh, right when you come back from the break. Um, you can reach me, 717-540-0580. Again, that's 717-540-0580. And anywhere else, toll free, it's 800-724-5801. Or you can email me at ffradio at Comcast. Dot net. That's ffradio at comcast.net. Okay, we'll take our first break. When we come back, we will pick right back up, and we have some very interesting things that we're going to be discussing this morning, as well as if you have anything you'd like to discuss with me as it pertains to your current investments, you want a second opinion on anything, you've been given some advice that you just uh, want to bounce off of me or something you're thinking about doing, anything, if it's important to you and you're finances, I promise I'll make it very important to me as well. I'm Tim Decker. This is Financial Freedom. We'll be right back. Sleep well at night financial guidance from an experienced financial advisor. This is your financial show, Central PA. Financial Freedom on WHP Talk Radio 580. Once again, here's Tim. Welcome back. Tim Decker here, Financial Freedom. Again, thank you for making us part of your Saturday morning. I uh, received an email uh, from a gentleman named Barry, and uh, Barry has asked me to offer my comments and thoughts on a fund called the PIMCO Income Fund, and I'm more than happy to. Um, Barry, my thoughts on the PIMCO Income Fund are as follows. It is a fund that is considered a multi-sector bond fund. And the problem that I have with a multi-sector bond fund and in looking at this one sp specifically is that you essentially are turning over to a manager the flexibility of being able to invest in different types of bonds. The problem is these bonds can be emerging market bonds, they can be junk bonds, they can be government bonds, they can be numerous different types of bonds. And what I firmly, firmly recommend is that you limit any bond holdings that you have, whether it be individual bonds or bond mutual funds, 
that you limit your bond holdings strictly to government bonds and investment-grade bonds. And the reason for that is when you have bonds that are not of the highest caliber as it pertains to credit safety, that meaning that you have made loans to either the U.S. government or to risky corporate bonds, essentially what you will find is when we go through market declines, stock market declines, that anything other than investment grade and government bonds often move more in line with stocks than they do actual bonds. And if you go back to 2008 as an example, you're going to see anything that is involved with or anything that had a tilt towards high-yield junk bonds actually dropped pretty substantially. And although this fund, the PIMCO Income Fund that you're asking about, although its returns within its category have been rather good, the problem is because of the different types of bonds that this bond fund can invest in, you run a substantial risk that when you need your bonds to most hold up and serve as like the shock absorber or the airbag in your car, that being when the stock market goes through its next major market decline, believe me, you're going to wish that the only bonds and bond funds that you held were in nothing but government and investment-grade bonds. So essentially, I would not recommend this fund for the following reasons. Number one, you do not know at any given time what the mixture of the bonds are. It's a multi-sector bond fund. Number two, the expenses are very, very high. It has an, has an expense ratio of almost 1% a year. It's actually 0 0.90. And when you factor all of that in, um, you can instead find yourself a really, really nice, low-cost investment-grade and government-type bond using low-cost index funds with expenses as low as 10 to 15 basis points, which is like six times lower. But the main thing is you're going to know if you purchase the right bond fund that is limited to nothing but government and investment-grade bonds. Your bonds are going to hold up, and they're going to be what they're designed to be, which are, which which it is the safety net, the seatbelt of your portfolio. And as I said, when we go through the next stock market decline, you are going to wish that any bonds that you own are indeed nothing but investment grade and government type bonds. So hope that helps you. Okay. Anything else uh, anyone wants to ask of me? 717-540-0580 or 800-724-5801. Or, again, you can email me at ffradio at comcast.net. Are you 
being held hostage? Are you allowing yourself to be held hostage by your current financial advisor? Well, what do I mean? Well, what I mean is over the years and as recent as this past week, as I meet with people who come in to get second opinions on their current investments, after we go through them, and sometimes it it happens that they discover, often for the first time, that perhaps the investments that they are holding and or have been recommended that they invest in often may not ultimately be in their best interest. Many times the investments are speculative, meaning they're paying an advisor to try to pick individual stocks, which, as I've shared with you on numerous occasions, trying to pick stocks is a loser's game. Uh, you don't have to believe me. You don't have to agree with me. But the evidence and the academic evidence clearly shows that is the case. So, as you know, I am not a fan of trying to pick individual stocks. But sometimes people will come come in and either trying to pick stocks on their own or if they're working with an advisor, the advisor's trying to pick stocks or they're working with an advisor um, who has recommended certain mutual funds that are many times expensive. And after I go through some uh, uh, discussions and have some dialogue, many times the individual or the couple will say, you know, it does make sense for us to consider making some changes. Many times some of the recommendations that I might make is that they consider moving to some extremely low-cost, no-load index-type funds, often through Vanguard. And we can have some discussion, and it can all make perfect sense to them. They can see the, the benefits of it, etc. But then there comes this hesitation where they'll either look at each other or they'll look at me, and they'll sheepishly say, but I've been working with this advisor for many years, or this advisor is a, is a friend of mine, or... I go to church with this advisor, or we serve on a board, or, you know, we play golf together, uh, you know, all the time. And I just don't know how, how I can, you know, break the news. Well, my friends, that is what is called choosing. Yes, that's your choice. Let's call it what it is. That's you choosing to be held hostage by your advisor. It's not it's not your advisor's fault. That's your choice. And something that I, I, I remind people of, and I want to remind you, if you are in that situation where you haven't gotten a second opinion from a good fee-only financial advisor, or if you have, and objectively... It makes sense after you've had things reviewed to perhaps make some changes that are that are going to uh, ultimately be in the best interest of you and your spouse and your family and your kids and your grandkids and your estate, 
whatever. If after all of that you choose to just remain in the current scenario that you are, you ultimately are making the choice to be held hostage. And I would ask you this. Ultimately, who is it that you answer to? Ultimately, who is it that you're managing that money for? Do you want to make the decision that's ultimately in the best interest of your family? Of the charities that you're going to pass this on to? Or are you worried about and thus will choose to not have the money invested in the best interest of you and your family because you may upset your current advisor or the firm that you work with if you change directions. Well, if your advisor is a friend and they truly are a friend, if you respectfully, and there is a, there is a way that you can respectfully and professionally bring that business relationship to an end. As long as you bring it to an end in a very respectful and professional way, then ultimately it's not on you, it's on the advisor as to how they choose to react. If they get upset, if the relationship changes as a result of you making some decisions that ultimately you need to make in the best interest of you and your family, if that doesn't sit well with them and it causes a strain or even brings your relationship to an end, what does that tell you? What that tells you, quite simply, is the only reason that relationship existed to the extent that it did was because they were financially benefiting from you. Would you consider that a relationship that you cherish? Is that the type of friendship that you want? On the other hand, if that friendship truly is one of sincerity and is built and is founded on things that any good friendship sh should be, which are common values and, and uh, common hobbies, then they will respect and they will honor and they will be able to separate a decision that you make to make some changes in your investments. And I just had this happen again this past week. Had a doctor in our office, and we went through some things. Uh, I made some suggestions. He was working with Morgan Stanley, and he's got this broker who's speculating and gambling, trying to pick all these individual stocks buying and selling and all this. And and the doctor knew, and we discussed, that, again, that's not wise investing. That's speculating. It's gambling. There are many expenses that are being incurred that are not even showing up on the statements. And he knew in his heart of hearts that he needed to change directions. We had discussed some beautiful uh, uh, options as it pertains to instead setting up a nice globally diversified beautiful portfolio of companies throughout the world using low cost 
index funds, and he knew and, 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 and he believed that that made a lot of sense. But as he left our office, um, he was struggling with, well, gee, you know, what, what's, my, what's my advisor going to think if he finds out that I'm going to make some changes? And so I had this discussion with him. And so let me ask you, are you choosing to be held hostage by a relationship you have with your advisor? If you're working with an advisor and indeed you are invested in things that you should be, which for the vast majority of you should be a beautiful portfolio of low-cost, no-load index funds, then you get the best of both worlds. But if you're in a relationship where the investments that you are involved in are expensive, they're actively managed, you've been sold annuities, you've got you know just a hodgepodge of things that truly, truly are taking a lot of money from you and transferring it to the advisor and their firm, let me ask you, is that the path you want to continue on, or are you going to step up and take care of yourself and your family and do what's right and let the relationship that you have with your existing advisor, let that work out in whatever way it works out. And as long as you take the high road and you, do, and you, you bring the business side of it to an end in a respectful, professional way, you have nothing to worry about. Okay, let's go to the break. Uh, we'll go to the news. When we come back, we'll pick right back up. Again, if you have anything you'd like to ask of me, you can reach me at 717-540-0580, 717-540-0580, or 800-724-5801. Or you can email me with any questions that you have or comments at ffradio at comcast.net. Again, that's ffradio at comcast.net. I'm Tim Decker, and this is Financial Freedom. Simple, straightforward advice and answers. Financial information you can trust. This is Financial Freedom with Tim Decker on WHP 580. Welcome back. Second half of Financial Freedom. Uh, let me wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving week coming up. This is a most blessed time. And uh, again, uh, I don't know about you, but I have so much to be thankful for. I have an awesome family. I have the most awesome clients in the world, and I uh, have uh, awesome parents. Uh, I just, I, I'm just very, very fortunate and very blessed. And I hope this finds you, hope this finds you very fortunate and blessed as well. Okay, um, I got an email from Christy in Lebanon, and Christy said she listens to the show regularly on Saturdays, like now, <laughs> and they very, very much appreciate it, and uh, they live in the northern Lebanon area, um, and was wondering uh, if there is a website to be able to go to to search for fee-only advisors, and the answer is yes. 
Um, there is one organization, and it is a national organization, that to be a member of this organization, you are required to be a fee-only advisor. The name of the organization is called NAFA, National Association of Personal Financial Advisors, and they have a website, and the website address is napfa.org. That's N-A-P-F-A dot org. One more time, that's N-A-P-F-A dot org. And as you said in your email, Christy, fee-only advisors, uh, there's few and uh, we're, we're, we're few and far in between, but you'll see there's a, a few on there. Uh, and the one thing that, thing that I will recommend to you is working with a fee-only advisor is something that is paramount, but that is not where you end your search. Once you have narrowed down and you are interviewing a fee-only advisor, the second thing that you want to be certain of is finding out from them what are the what are their philosophies? What are their strategies? What drives ultimately the recommendations that they're going to make? And if you have them manage your money and your investments for you, what's going to be the ongoing process as to how that works? And I would tell you that think of this as financial heart surgery, just as you would not look for an advisor primarily based upon whether or not, uh, I'm sorry, just as though you would not look for a cardiologist who is the most convenient right down the street, and instead you would look for a cardiologist, even if you got to drive to Philadelphia or Baltimore or Hershey, the single most important thing is not the convenience of, you know, saving you 15 minutes uh, in in the way of a drive, but ultimately is who is it that you and your husband, if you're married, you and your family are ultimately going to be aligned with and that you're going to trust? Because I can tell you, when you turn your investments and your hard-earned dollars that you have worked so many years to accumulate, when you turn those dollars over and you trust an advisor to help with your estate planning, your college planning, your tax strategies, and to manage your investments in line with your goals and your objectives, you're going to want to make sure that not only are they a fee-only advisor, but that they and their values are in line with yours. And, you know, convenience is okay, but I would put that on the bottom of your list the single most important thing is are they a fee-only advisor, but second and, and just as important as that is what type of investments are they going to use? Are they of the belief that they're going to be able to pick mutual funds that are going to outperform the markets? Are they of the belief that they can pick stocks? Do they have this, this great strategy that sounds so good and leads you to believe that that uh, they're able to do things that uh, are going to provide you with returns that sound too good to be true or, and this is what you want to hear, or 
Are they going to look you in the eye and say, there's nobody that can reliably and consistently outperform the markets by trying to pick stocks or trying to pick mutual fund managers? All of the evidence clearly shows that is a loser's game. So instead, let's build a portfolio that we're going to use nothing but low-cost, no-load, generic index funds, or ideally institutional asset class funds, all designed to capture the returns of the markets and give you a beautiful, beautiful, globally diversified portfolio. And let's focus on the things that we can control. Tax management, asset allocation, asset location to help reduce taxes, the ongoing tax management of everything. Let's make sure your estate plan is in place, that you have your wills, your durable power of attorney for health care. Let's, uh, uh, let's look at your, your uh, insurances to make sure you have insurance that you need. But by all means, let's don't have any insurance that you don't need. So in summary, it's important that you find a fee-only advisor, Christy, but make sure that when you interview that ultimately whoever you're going to work with if you got to drive an extra hour or an extra 15 minutes to find somebody that you and your spouse and your family is going to be comfortable with, I would tell you that is well, well worth it versus, well, you know, who happens to be the closest. So I hope that helps you. But, again, that website is NAPFA, N-A-P-F-A dot org. That stands for National Association of Personal Financial Advisors. And it's a great organization. Okay, we're going to take our last break. When we come back, we will pick right back up. Again, if you have anything you'd like to ask of me, you can call me, 717-540-0580. That's 717-540-0580. You're 800-724-5801. Or if you're phone shy, you can email me at ffradio. That's Financial Freedom Radio, ffradio at Comcast. I'm Tim Decker. This is Financial Freedom. We'll be right back. If you have a question about your finances or your financial future, give us a call right now at 540-0580. Providing you with the information and answers to gain your financial independence. This is Financial Freedom on WHP 580. Once again, here's Tim Decker. Welcome back. Financial segment, financial freedom. Man, this hour went fast, fast, fast. Uh, one more thing for Christy. Um, if you haven't done so, Christy, uh, we have an excellent free tool that you can use, and I would strongly urge that you take advantage of it. It's on our website. It's uh, If you go to our website, it's isifinancialgroup.com. That's isifinancialgroup.com. And on the bottom right-hand corner of the first page, of the homepage, there is a financial fiduciary questionnaire that you can download. The Vanguard Total World Fund. Uh, I had mentioned that in the past, and the answer is yes. As part of whatever your goals and your objectives are, if that fits in, the Vanguard Total World Fund is not an international fund, however, though it is a global fund. That's why it's called a world fund. Uh, it has roughly 50 to 55% in U.S. stocks and the other 45 or so in international 
but it can be an excellent core holding if it makes sense in line with your financial plan, your risk, all that. Um, it can be a good solution, and it can make sense. So I hope that answers it. And uh, again, as we're wrapping up here, I just want to again say thank you to all of you for allowing me the privilege over these 25-some years to be with you here on the radio. Hopefully, God willing, we'll have more. Take care.